Today's scripture text comes from Exodus chapter 6, verse 30 through chapter 7 through 5, verse 5. Exodus 6, 30 through 7, 5. Hear now the inspired words of God. And Moses answered, look at me, a stutter. Why would Pharaoh listen to me? And God told Moses, look at me. I'll make you as a God to Pharaoh and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to speak everything I command you and your brother Aaron will tell it to Pharaoh. Then he will release the Israelites from his land. At the same time, I'm going to put Pharaoh's back up against the wall and follow it up by filling Egypt with signs and wonders. Pharaoh is not going to listen to you, but I will have my way against Egypt and bring out my soldiers, my people, the Israelites, from Egypt by mighty acts of judgment. The Egyptians will realize that I am God when I step in and take the Israelites out of their country. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. The army, thousands of them, are bearing down on thousands of defenseless refugees. The refugees have their back to the sea. There's no escape. They're pinned down. They're trapped. They have no weapons. Soldiers are coming, they'll be upon them in minutes. And the people start to cry. The people start to put their children behind their own backs to kiss, to kiss them goodbye. Alone in that group, though, if you were there, you'd see this one old man standing tall, looking straight at that army unflinching. The old man turns to the people, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And they stop crying. They listen to him. Stand firm. We're about to see the power of God. Now I want us to rewind a year in this man's life. So this is him, and let's go a year back to a time when he's in a different place. He's in the desert wilderness. You'd see him on his knees. He's taken his sandals off, and he's kneeling before a bush that's burning. If you were there, then through that open wilderness area, you'd hear the voice of God resonating. Powerful loving, filling that space. And then you'd listen. You'd want to hear what that man was saying. But as you listen to him, all you hear is begging, whining, pleading. Over and over again, you hear this word, but. But who am I? But who who are you? But... Pharaoh won't listen, but the people won't listen to me. Oh, but please send someone else. How is it that in the space of one year, this man has been so totally transformed? 
One year. From cowering and trembling at just the thought of Pharaoh, at the thought of trying to do what God is saying, to the greatest confrontation with the superpower of the day, armed to the teeth, not a weapon in sight, saying, stand firm. One year, an 80-year-old man becomes an entirely new person. How does that happen? Well, you might say, well, it's because this is Moses, because you figured it out, right? Because Moses followed God. He had the courage to follow God. And I'd say, yes, he did. If he didn't get up off the desert floor and follow God, then he certainly wouldn't have ended up here. But can that be it? Because Moses of of 80-year-old Moses and 81-year-old Moses are totally different people. Is that it? And who else has been following God through this year? Thousands of people. And they're jelly. So it has to be more than just saying yes. Well, you'd say, oh, well, but Moses was their leader. So when he took on that mantle of leadership, it transformed him. I haven't found that to be the case. I found that being a leader puts a microscope on you, it like magnifies everything. And everything that you're strong at as a leader is magnified and everything that you stink at is magnified. (laughs) So being a leader just puts in sharper focus all of your strengths and all of your failings. And so it can't just be that Moses became a leader and so he was suddenly more than he'd ever been before. And you say, oh, wait, but Pastor Laura, remember that year that he followed God and he was a leader? It was a year of miracles. It was a year unlike any other or many others in the history of our time, all those miracles, all that power of God, that great showdown between Pharaoh of Egypt and the God of all creation. And I'd agree with you. I think we're getting closer there, but... Didn't all of the people, all of the refugees live through the year of miracles? All of the people had seen their crops spared while the rest were destroyed. All of the people had seen God protect their livestock while the rest were destroyed. All of the people had woken up one day and their firstborns were still alive. And all the firstborn of Egypt had died. The people had experienced the same miracles and they are wailing. Moses is standing tall. What's different in Moses? And could we have some of it? Might God be able to change us whether... We're 20 years old or 40 years old or 80 years old this dramatically in the space of a year? Oh, yeah. And here is the key. And we're going to go back to the scripture that we read today. I find the key here. I love it. Moses answered, look at me. I stutter. Why would Pharaoh listen to me? 
God told Moses, look at me. I'll do this. You are to speak what I command you. Look at me. So Moses is like most of us. Um, when God calls him to this amazing thing, he looks down and he says, I have tried in the past when I was 40 and I was a spring chicken to deliver the, these people and they didn't want me and I failed and I became an exile and now I'm 80 years old. God, I couldn't do it when I was 40. I'm 80. Would you just look at me? I'm not the one for this job. And God says, you're looking in the wrong place. Look up. Look at me, Moses, and you can get through this. Look at me, and the story will be different this time. Look at me, and you'll be changed. And so Moses does follow God. He does take on leadership. And the first time he confronts Pharaoh, he, Pharaoh doesn't kill him, which is good. But everything else about that encounter is terrible. It's just bad. Pharaoh mocks Moses. He mocks God. He won't listen. And he doubles the workload of the people. So now Moses as a leader not only has Pharaoh angry at him and taking it out on the people, but the people are angry with who? Moses. So the people come to Moses and say, what the heck did you do to us? You are the worst leader ever. Did you not think this through? Now here's the thing. In this moment, the old Moses would have looked at himself and run away. But God has taught Moses what he needs to do differently. And so Moses goes in prayer to God and says, God, it's such a mess. It's such a disaster. I did what you said, but it turned out all wrong. And everyone's upset. And God says, there's a next step. And this is what it is. And so he gives Moses the next step. And Moses takes that step. And then it doesn't always go perfectly right. Pharaoh reneges time and time again. But you know what Moses is doing time and time again? God, this is what's going on. Okay, well, here's the next step. And the next step. And the next step. Until in the most tense situation yet, with minutes left to live, Moses looks at the army. He looks at God and he thinks, God told us to camp here. God said he would show his glory through this placement. God promised he'd deliver us. And so with, without even talking to God yet, he says, don't panic. And then he does what he's been doing this entire year. He looks to God and says, save us. Show me the way because I can't see it myself. And we have one of the greatest miracles in our faith history, right? And the people are saved, delivered through what they feared the most. Because I've told you before, the ancient people feared nothing as much as the sea and deep water. God walks them right through the heart of it. And the armies of Egypt are swallowed up. I want to ask you, 
When you are lost, when you are overwhelmed, when the odds are against you, where do you look? Most of us look down. We look at ourselves and we, are, we remind ourselves of all the times we failed and all the sins and all the things we've messed up and how overwhelming everything is and we despair. What could change us, even this year, is to just look up and to tell that to God because God wants to bring the victory. God wants to deliver you. God wants to show you the way. And that doesn't mean that it'll always be immediate Red Sea parting. There's a journey. But the end is good. And what I often think about in this story, I'd read it a ton of times, I often thought about God bringing a solution to the problem. The people were slaves and now they are delivered as the prayer resolution. And as I read through the Bible, um, last year I was looking at Moses and I thought, oh, there's more. Because not only did God accomplish this great deliverance, God completely transformed Moses. And so often when we're praying, if you're anything like me, then we're praying for the solution to the problem, and that's okay. We should. But in the midst of that darkness, in the midst of that uncertainty, in the midst of the worst year of your life, also pray to be transformed. That those hard years could be the soil of complete transformation in your life. Right? That ha-ha world, not only will God bring a victory, but I'm going to be stronger after I come out of this. Right? I will be more alive. I will be a better leader. I will be more faithful. That's what God longs to do in all of our lives. All of our lives. So when you're tempted to despair, look up. When you're lost, look up. When it's the worst year you've ever had, and you don't know about the finances, or you don't know how you can live without that person that you love so much, or you just don't know what, what to do next, look up. Prayer is not only the answer to the problem. Prayer is the answer to this problem in our heart. Prayer is the way at 80 years old, that old dog could be totally transformed to be one of our greatest leaders in all time. And he started at 80, y'all. So it is not too late for us. It is not. If we look up. Let's pray. God, you're so powerful. Your miracles are not in the past. We see them unfolding before us every day. We long to be part of them, and we're terrified, too, to be part of them. I pray that you would be with each of us here as you were with Moses, that we would look to you. You would tell us the next step, and that as we walk through the hard years and the years of miracles, 
we wouldn't come out the same people as the ones that went in, but that we would be more like Jesus. We would be closer to our best selves. We would be stronger, defying all the odds, everything that people believe, that we would come through the darkness and be stronger. We ask this in your name. Amen.